This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. That's right. It's time for the Weekly Scramble. My name is Chris Reavers, and by my side, as he has been for a decade now, his name is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. How are you doing, Reavers? Well, that's where I'd like to be. <laughs> What would you say? Ninety over ninety percent of the time, when we whether it was this show, the mm-hmm. beer show back in the day, we like to have a good time here. Ninety nine percent of the time, yeah, we like we to have just, a good time. We we want to talk about things that interest us. We want to talk about uh, things that we do in our Blues lives, and sports all sorts and of kids stuff. and fun and wife telling nice stories about our wives. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm going to start with sports. And I'm going to try to curb my tirade. In fact, I know how big of a fan you are of not only the Garage Logic podcast, mm-hmm. but you're a big fan of Joe Sushri. At 100% I am. Um, and you've been with Joe as an advertiser for quite some time. 20 plus years. So you, before you got here, and I mean you literally missed this by five minutes. Okay. So Joe is a dyed-in-the-wool, old-time sports fan. Mm-hmm. And he kind of hates how modern sports have evolved to a certain extent and i'm here to say the tirade he had in here that you missed by about five minutes okay i 100 percent agree with really so the twins are currently playing the dodgers it's the final game of a two short two game series at target field and dodgers star pitcher clayton kershaw started the game Mm -hmm. for uh the blue and he was throwing a perfect game no. Meaning that the one, Twins two, three, one, two, three. not only didn't have a hit, they didn't have a base runner, there okay. was no errors, nothing. And I mean, Mike, they were feeble at mm-hmm. the plate. Mm-hmm. I I was sitting here watching it, trying to pay attention to Joe doing the Garage Logic podcast, and I, I, I'm saying, I, I'm not even seeing them hit the ball hard. Yeah, yeah. This is what, really weird. On? They pulled him. What inning? In the after the seventh inning. After the seventh and inning. And you might be thinking, well, okay, uh, was he was his pitch count high? He had 80 pitches. Okay. So then Joe and I are sitting, and I said, holy cow, because I was editing and I was posting Garage Logic before you got here. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow, Joe, are you watching this? Because he was in the other room. And he says, no, why? Are they still losing? I said, Kershaw's got a perfect game. And he said, you're bleeping me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we both became fixated on it. So we watched the seventh inning. And so we were only watching when the Twins were hitting and, and Kershaw was on the mound because yeah. that was the only interesting part because they were losing. At the time, it was five to nothing, I believe. So then Joe says, well, let me know when he comes back out. I said, all right, no problem. And so I'm typing here, and I was texting you, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you've got to be bleeping kidding me. And he said, what? And I said, they pulled him. And he said, no way. are you?" And so Joe went nuclear. I mean, nuts. Because here's the problem. And I get that it's early in the season. So you typically what happens in the baseball season, you have a shorter leash early on because – you're it's cold. Up. It's colder outside. Sure. Guys aren't in the condition that they probably will become June, July, August. When you know when it's warmer out and when your body's in better condition, but you're throwing a perfect game. Yeah, it's and it's also it's not like this is some obscure guy that this is just a blip on the radar. It's Clayton Kershaw. Sure, this is a big time name in baseball. I mean, does he? We've already had a perfect game once this season, right? Haven't we had? It wasn't um, there a new Japanese pitcher that had a perfect game. I that I don't know. Maybe I, I, I missed I'm, it. I, I thought I saw that someplace. But okay. w- if you were that pitcher and you said, "Hey, I have two more innings," 
Six that's more where batters. my tirade is. Okay. He didn't even disagree with it. He said, oh, okay. Shook the manager's hand and grabbed his coat and went to the clubhouse. Really? And I'm thinking, where is the... But yeah. Joe Joe will have, I think, a tirade about this. And he's going to equate... What did I say? A tirade about this mm-hmm. on tomorrow's show. Mm-hmm. And equate it to, this is the downfall of society in a nutshell with what happened at Target Field today. And Maybe I can't wait. Maybe he had to use the restroom. No. there's <laughs> yeah. one As a guy that's played on this field... <laughs> okay. There's one right next to the dugout. Okay, so you just go right in and you use it. You, could, you course, could take a, a quick break if need be. When the Faribault Lakers played there back in 2015, mm-hmm. I was the first person to use it just nice. to say I was the first amateur baseball player to use the... Then did you put a little sign saying, out of order, like, sorry <laughs> no, about no, that. No, no, no. That's, that's my fault But there. I had to be the first person to use the bathroom just to say I was the first person to use the bathroom. Well, I mean, that, as a pitcher, that would be demoralizing to get pulled from a perfect game. But, you know, if it But maybe, again, he wasn't even, he wasn't even no. upset about it. Yeah. Anyway, I, what, I just, what do you do? I, 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 there are... And I still love baseball. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I watched the whole game and yeah. just concluded Twins lost 7 to nothing. But there are parts of the Spoiler modern alert. game that I do that that do drive me nuts, and that's one of them. Right what do you there. think of this new uh, communication device between? I hate the, it. The catcher I and the pitcher. Absolutely hate it. Okay. And I get I get why they're doing it, but I still don't have to be okay with it. Yeah, and, and they're why, why they're doing it. If I'm to understand, is to speed up the game a little bit. No, it's actually well that might uh, be a stop small part signals. of it. It's it's more okay. for for other teams to stop stealing signals, which. With technology, if they really want to, maybe they could tap into that too. Sure. I, I I don't know. I there like I said, I'm all for whatever's going to help grow the game because the game is dying to certain certain degree because mm-hmm. a lot of kids aren't playing baseball anymore yeah. as many yeah. as there used to be anyway. So I'm all for whatever's going to help continue to grow the game that I love so much. But there are just certain facets of it that, and it this isn't get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. I'm just I like the game of baseball because. There isn't a clock. Mm-hmm. I like the game of baseball in its in its natural form. I don't sure. like all these alternate things that we're starting to introduce. We to don't it, have I mean. to change everything. No, right? Yes. Did you by any chance watch the huge Timberwolves win? Uh, I was flipping between that, the Twins game, and the Wild game last night. Okay. So I was trying to catch everything, you know. But yeah, I was I was watching most of the most of the second half. I did watch. Okay. I watched most of the third half and said, "Well, this game's done." Shut it off. And it, what you forget is basketball, you can be behind by 15 points. Right. It doesn't matter. It's, right. You know, a few uh, three-pointers and you're back right in it. But it was brutal. They were playing so poorly in the, the first the half. The people, though, that I did feel really good for are, however few there still are, but those really die-hard Timberwolves fans that have suffered for decades. Those are the people I felt good for. I, I like the Wolves. Like, I'll watch. When, when they're good, I'll watch. But I'm not a diehard Timberwolves fan by any means, but I, I felt good for those people. You know what I missed? What? Is normally when you watch Timberwolves game, you see at courtside, you see like the most talented individuals in town, like mm-hmm. the beautiful gals, the good looking guys. Not yesterday. Looked like a lot of regular Joes sitting courtside watching the game. You lost all of the old, she must be Minnesota famous. I don't know who that is, but she's wearing leather pants. That's cool. Right. right? None of that yesterday. And how about us being put on the national spotlight because a an activist decides to super glue her hand to the court? I didn't. What? Tell me. You watched I have the no whole idea. game and you don't no, know what I'm I talking about? the first half. Okay. So there is a... Well, seriously? Okay. So, okay. Now I gotta reset. Okay. I, I assume, assume I, I, you that know, you've... I've been uh, working all day, so okay, I haven't so done anything social. I forget at what point of the game it was. An activist had a T-shirt on that you couldn't really read, and mm-hmm. apparently, 
Glenn Hat Glenn Taylor owns uh, an egg farm, mm-hmm. and I don't know where the egg farm is located. And unfortunately, they had to dispose of a lot of the chickens there because of the bird flu outbreak okay. that's going on right now. Which it, it, they didn't want to do it, but they had no choice. Peop, people that understand farming mm. realize that's just sometimes what you have to do because yeah. you don't you, you want to just cut your losses. You don't sure. want more of them to get infected. Well, this young lady, who's you know what, crazy, mm-hmm. um, went out on the floor, uh, super glued her hand, and stuck it to the baseline of the Timberwolves floor. Wow. To the point where, at first, because Patrick Beverly was standing there and, and walked up to her like, are you, are you yeah, okay? Yeah, like, what are you doing? Did you just fall over? Yeah. Yeah, like, and yeah. then a, one of the security guards came over like, are you okay? And then they could tell right away, oh, this is a crazy pot oh, that's no. trying to... But I don't know if you saw this, and you have to go... If your if your stomach can take it, oh no! You have to see the part, and I think this was record. Must have been recorded by some fan that was nearby. The cop that came out, and it was oh, what are we gonna do here? And the cop, get her out of here! Yeah, lift her up. He grab. They they forcefully take her up, and you can see her skin kind of leaving her hand. Yeah, and and you hear her scream, which. Hey, that's your choice. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. No Some people don't you. care about you. You're, they're going to pull you well, off that, the court. Yeah. We got to go here. This yeah, is a, this is this on, a nationally yeah, televised yeah, yeah. basketball game, and you hear her scream. Really? Yeah, and I'm thinking, I don't think that that probably felt too good. No, your... she didn't think of the downstream ramifications, right? That no, seems like to be a problem with this world. No one en- thinks of that. Right, and she's no, she's some entitled little brat mm. that thinks, well, they're going to need to cater. My... No, they're going to rip your hand off the floor because... It, the basketball game is far more important than whatever cause you think you're standing up for. It's it's so much so, what you just said, that they're going to rip your hand off. My little cartoon bubble was saying, <laughs> boy, I wonder if they had a saw, thinking that they would just saw her hand off. I was I was willing to just saw some chick's hand. I can't say chicks because people no. think I sound like an old man. Yeah, here. you do. You can't just saw somebody's hand off, but my mind is like, well, you'd have to saw her hand off, right? But what are you going to do? Best, you can't have her laying there. Matt, Mike, the best was watching the reactions from other people on this because mm-hmm. There were people that said, well, couldn't they have just waited and maybe got some soapy water? No. Does, it's super glue. That doesn't it's, work that well, way. Well, yeah. it's super glue, but mm. B, she's the moron that decided. It wasn't like it accidentally happened. Yeah, she planned that. Yes. Yeah. To wow. hell with her. I, wonder, I can't believe you missed that. No, I, no, I, I, I want to look it up. Yeah. Do, oh, and go to go to Twitter, but try to find the video of when they... Oh. When they when they remove her, okay. So it, that wasn't on. They didn't show that part on television. No, in fact, if I remember correctly, the TNT crew, I don't believe showed her at all, and okay. may, or maybe very br- briefly very at smart, the beginning. Right? You, that's thing but you that's don't typically do. what yeah, happens. Yeah. You know, whether you have a streaker at a football game or whatever, they typically don't show. Um, although there was a great, there's a because Kevin Harlan was doing the game mm-hmm. last night. He's great, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, he's yeah. phenomenal, and he also does. I believe it's Monday Night Football on the radio for Westwood One. They're okay. a national carrier, mm-hmm. and I, there's because there's a clip of him doing the play-by-play of a streaker at a game, oh. and it's it's fantastic. You, you can know, find it on YouTube. It's awesome. I was listening to some other radio station some other time, but it was Kevin Harlan talking about playoff basketball. Okay, and he made maybe the dopiest comment I ever heard because oh. he's a pretty bright guy. He said, "Nothing beats play, not even." NFL playoff football beats <laughs> NBA playoff basketball. And I thought, yeah, we're in two totally different zones there. I mean, they are two totally different things. I mean, do, I'd assume you'd agree that playoff football, I mean, 
last year's playoff football was the best sporting events you'd ever no see question. in the history of sporting, and it killed the you know NBA playoffs. Like what who, I do, and we're not going to spend the whole show on sports, but the one thing that I do appreciate about NBA playoff basketball. Mm-hmm. Because you tend to see it throughout the course of the regular season, they go through the motions. Yeah, about I would say fifty to fifty fifty percent of the time they're going through the motions. But when it's the playoffs, you see obviously these are totally the sport. elite of the yeah. elite yeah. athletes yeah. giving a hundred percent, and I think that's pretty cool. It is. It is totally different, but it doesn't. It's not football. No, football is football for me. Playoffs. It goes uh, NFL, NHL, NCAA basketball because mm-hmm. I just I love the tournament. Uh, unfortunately, Major League Baseball playoffs and then NBA playoffs. For I me. think NHL is where you see the biggest delta between a normal season game. Mm-hmm. It's like they're skating twice as fast. And I mean, it looks like a totally different different game. And we're we're not going to talk about the, the Frozen Four. Are, are we not going to? We don't want to have. Well, I was excited that Minnesota State got their butts handed to them because they handed my Golden Gophers it. You know, Mike, two days earlier. Mike, did you go down for that game? Was well, in Boston. Oh. Did you f- drive out to Boston one no. night and go to the game and then no, drive home? I, I, I did. I did okay. not. But okay. Mike, you see, the thing is, when you go to, I still call it Mankato State. I don't mm-hmm. care that it's now Minnesota State Mankato. You see, we can't have nice things. Yeah. And you're finally thinking. My wife stayed up to watch the game with me mm-hmm. with her old uh, Mankato State sweatshirt oh, on. So, okay. We had we had the gear you guys on. Were the, the boys. Oh, it was great. Oh yeah. I even let the boys stay up late. My little one didn't quite make it. He crashed in the third period, which is good for him because mm-hmm. he didn't have to see the, the 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 end of it. Anyway, there was like, oh, we're finally on the map. Yeah. This is this, like, is, this is a chance. Great. And then they blow it. And anyway, but I have to. Um, earlier that day, and I sent you the photo. Uh, I had joked with Royce on Garage Logic Friday. I said, you know, I think I'm going to go down there just at least before the game, just to kind of get a little bit of the flair, like the buzz. What's going on? The Twins it, game you're talking. No, about. no, no. This is Saturday. We oh, went to the Twins game. Okay. My wife and I took the boys to the Twins game. We come home, and then my my youngest son had a birthday party uh, somewhere in somewhere near our house, mm-hmm. and I thought. I said to my ten year old, I said, dude, let's go down to let's Mankato. Down let's, let's see it. Oh, got it. So okay. he and I went down there just to, you know, grab some late lunch, early supper. And oh, I you want to be in college so bad. Well, no, still, I, I honestly I wanted to see because I know a lot of people that still work mm-hmm. in, in the service industry, like Front Street and a lot of the people that own those restaurants. Okay. I just wanted to see what was this was the city responding. Was it and it was. And this was four, five o'clock in the afternoon, and it was it was cool. It, there was a buzz in the air. And so I jokingly Put my ten year old on my shoulders mm-hmm. and took a picture outside of the Mettler's entrance, the strip club in Mankato. Oh, the photo I sent yeah, you. Yeah, it was a great photo, by the way. And I tweeted it out, thinking, "Well, I can't see because Roy- Roycey would thought about going down to get a column out of it uh, to, to to write about yeah, the game." And I thought, big story. So I texted him and said, "You come?" He's like, "Nah, we sent somebody else down there. Don't get arrested." Thinking he thought I was going to stay for the whole yeah, game. Well, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, going home to watch yeah. the game. Mike, there were people that either emailed me. Or DM me that actually thought I took my ten-year-old son to a strip club at four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, ten years old—it's coming of age. That's well, pretty hey, much the time. That's they, the time. See, you're my dad. Did it for me. Well, they legally <laughs> wouldn't have allowed him in no, the building. No, number they, one, they legally would not have. <laughs> number two, no, I did not take my kid to a strip club. I took my twelve-year-old to a gun shop. 
right? Uh So they, my, um, one of my daughters had a a volleyball tournament and in between volleyball tournaments, you have like two hours of downtime, right? Sure. Between the sets and, uh, or between the matches. And I said, well, you know, let's run over to this gun shop. I'm a gun fan, whatever. So we go in there and she's looking around and I said, how old do you need to be to shoot? And they're like, well, how old is she? And I'm like, she's 12. And there's hand her a gun. Like she could have gone in there. Like I would have, of course had to be with her and we'd have to do some stuff, but we didn't actually shoot. And then we get out into the car and she sits down and she said, you know, um, all those people in there, and I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "They shouldn't like. They all can't get guns, can they?" <laughs> and I said, "Well, yeah. In in America, you know, you got to fill out a little form and you got a little America. thing." She goes, "Even the ones that were just holding the guns and pointing them at each other and going bam, bam, bam." And one guy was in there, like, kind of pretending he was an army guy, like, mm-hmm. or a gangster. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Yep, that guy too can get a gun." And she looked at me like, "That something's not right, Dad." And it was very. Um, it was very street gang feelingish in there. I was like, "Oh, why are you buying five handguns? That just doesn't seem like the right thing for a young twenty-year-old kid to do, right?" <laughs> and but and she had that at twelve years old, like, "Huh, maybe just maybe." And I'm a I'm a gun owning proponent, right? Yeah. Up, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I'm for it, but uh, it, it did make you pause. Sitting there, I, I talked to one of the guys. And I said, aren't these things cool? And he's pointing it at me, and he's like, yeah. And he's kind of swearing loudly in front of my daughter. And I was like, yeah, we don't need to reenact what it's going to be like yep. when you shoot your other gang members. Like, yeah, we, we should probably head out in Ohio. Yeah, I was like, ah, time to go, honey. I, I don't think we're going to spend more time at this particular right. gun shop, which actually is a really nice gun shop. Um, so we do have a couple things uh, that I want to get to. Uh, chief among them, we have another Ask Mike Anything ooh, question. Ooh, ooh. Uh, because you are were nice enough. To sponsor not only the show, but also sponsor the uh, Guess the Garage Door opener date. I'm so excited for that. And And, and you can win a Traeger grill. And that's exactly where I'm going. So this contest started on GarageLogic on Monday, I believe, where you can go on to GarageLogic.com, enter the date and the time in which you think it's going to hit 70 degrees uh, on the first Friday of the year, and you have the chance to win a Traeger grill. However, Dan has an issue with you. Okay. And Dan, Dan's a frequent emailer. Dan's a great guy. Okay. He said, Reeves, uh, I'm going to surmise this mm-hmm. because he likes to throw in a colorful language sure. that, I, that I don't want to pull up because I don't want to accidentally read it. You can't, you can't <laughs> do redacted. I'll go Ron Burgundy on it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he basically said, so let me get this straight. Or he first said, hey, Reeves, uh, next time you have you and Fred only do your show, can mm-hmm. you ask him the following? So let me get this straight. Mike goes on and on promoting Weber grills for 30, 30 years, but all of a sudden he wants to sell me a Traeger. What the hell is up with that? It was a super good question. <laughs> Weber grills, we still have every single make, model, color, and That's style. A, I we, was going to respond, but I wanted to let you do um, it. I, I look at it like this. You know, I'm a guy. I have six different coolers. I like all of my coolers. I have a Yeti cooler. I have a Coleman cooler. I have all these other brands mm-hmm. of coolers, right? Mm-hmm. And my wife has multiple purses. She has a blue purse, a red purse, all this other stuff. Multiple shoes. You can have different styles of grills. In fact, one of the biggest, I'm going to get deep here, gas grilling is big and always will be big. That's Weber owns the gas grilling market, right? Okay. Propane natural gas. Sure. But pellet grilling, it is growing exponentially. Everybody, you know, it seems like everybody has a Traeger, but a, still a huge percentage of the population hasn't used pellet grilling, and that's the biggest growth area. We had sold Traegers in the past, and we had sold other things that were like Traegers, but Traegers uh, is the brand that we 
we we know it's the winning brand. It's the one to carry. What strangely, I'm going to give you some really really deep. No, insight. please do. This is why I wanted so, to ask you the question. I had carried a grill. The Traeger family sold the Traeger company, right? And oh, then I the, didn't know that. Yeah, and at the Traeger boys went and opened up a different brand that was the exact same thing. <laughs> like the model numbers they just were the spelled same. Traeger backwards. They, basically, they changed the name to a different brand name. <laughs> okay, and they said, oh, if you need a part for that Traeger, that's part number one forty seven. It's part number one forty seven on our grill. Like everything was identical. Oh, right? Wow. Almost like does that? No, I want you to keep going. But is that in some way a violation? You of would a, think that that would have to be a violation. Don't you have a non compete or something like that? In? Yeah, you'd think. You'd think. Okay, but, sorry. You know, continue. It, it, so, but anyways, so um, we carried this other one because it was a little cheaper. Yet it was the exact same thing. We could not give those grills away. Really? Because they didn't say one thing on them. Traeger. They didn't say Traeger, right? Wow. And I get it, right? Because it, Traeger is a lifestyle. It is a, I, I'm going to tell you. No, keep going. E- even I love the, this. the salesman from Traeger, right? You know how you, you sit next to a guy and you're like, gosh, that, that guy's like James Bond. And you just feel like <laughs> you're not as cool as that guy. Right. Like the salesman, he's just a handsome guy and he's cool and he's got like, just he's just a cool stud guy, and I'm like, wow, Traeger has a lot of things going for it, and it, it is a name that people. I only want that one because I want to be part of this Traeger attitude, and I want to be part of. And they do way more than just grilling. I mean, they really support the way they sell it, the way they teach people how to use it, and the events they have. It's a really cool thing to carry. Sadly, we've we did that thing with you, giving away a new Traeger grill. We don't even have them at every store yet. Right. Oh, wow. We're still getting them. So is it a back order issue? No, it's not a back order. It's just we can't. We have so much going on. We just can't get them all up and all set. So like half the stores have them. So if you go in and we don't happen to have them, we will. And we'll have all of them. And, you know, we can still get it for you. And some of our stores have it. But, you know, just be a little patient. But I'm I'm trying to figure out, too. So if I were to enter this, I'd go on to GarageLogic.com, hit the thing that I want to enter. I have to pick the exact time it hits 70 on the first Friday. How does that work? Well, here's the reason why we had to do it that way. You know, there's going to be multiple people that pick the same day. Well, yeah, but yeah. we have to. It's closest to the pin, basically. Okay. So if 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 Mike selects noon and I select three and it hits at one o'clock, well then you would win. Okay, because you were closest. Not than over, I was. but just closest to. I th- I think that that's okay. How we'll have doing to read it. the fine print, but I'm sure it's just the closest to. Right. So if I say three thirty on Friday and the show's not on because normally the garage door opener has to be the first seventy degree day while <laughs> recording the show, right. but now that it's a podcast. All of that is off. It's just when is the first 70 Friday? And if I'm not mistaken, I believe two of the last three openers we have had, Joe has not been present. He oh, has good. been golfing. Good, good. <laughs> well, that is amazing. You know, I, I was telling somebody about this today, and they said, well, is it going to happen in, in 2022? Oh and I God. said, eventually, it is going to have to happen. So I have the master list of all of the openers, and I sadly, I just found it because, you know, I went through a big move. Okay. And I had it at my house. Really? What usually you, it's, you, it's out here, but I, okay. I was looking through it thinking there's there's a couple of Junes. No. Oh, oh yeah. Where a Friday was seventy. Correct. So I mean, we had seventy might have hit seventy before. on a Monday or okay. something. But yeah, there there is oh. a couple of Junes in there. Was last year the beginning of this month? Because we had an eighty-four, a seventy-seven. I think you might be right. Yeah, I think it was probably the Friday the fifth or whatever the first Friday is of April. Yeah, I think because you might be right. it was. You know, so no, in fact, uh, it, there was one, I believe it was 2017. We were still on the radio back then. 2017, it was in March. It was in March. Okay. Because I remember it was around St. Patrick's Day, 
And it was in this. In fact, it might have even gotten into the eighties that weekend. Mm. Maybe or maybe it was just the seventies. But I re, I remember there because I remember looking at the list and there was a March, a, a real early one. I think I, it was twenty seventeen. So you know, our, we sold our company, right? And yep. I'm still running the company, but I have new bosses, right? I have new bosses, and I'm trying to tell them that, hey, it's thirty eight degrees and snowing. No one's buying stuff for their yard. No one's buying plants right. yet. It's they're impossible. They're still buying snow there's or ice melt. <laughs> they're still like going into the garage and kicking those things off the edge of the tr- cars and trucks that are, the you know, the, the chunks, the the, the um, boogers that are hanging from your car mm-hmm. because it's so cold and they totally get it. But I'm like, I'm so sorry. Eventually, summer will happen here and spring will happen and we'll be crazy busy. But until that happens... We can't we can't force people to come in, although they could come in and buy Traegers because right. we have plenty of time to help them. So I, I'm glad you went back to yeah. Traegers. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. This is basically a follow up to what Dan's email is. T- tell me and go into as much detail yeah, yeah. as you want. What is the difference between a pellet grill and a smoker? Well, pellet grills are well. You know, it's it's a little different. Sometimes smokers, you're just um, using wood flavored, right? And pellets use the little pellets, the little pellets that are yeah, like okay. crushed, and and so it. it they're kind of the same thing, but okay. what's really, really cool about the Traeger is you can set it to, you know, 164 degrees and let it run for 12 hours. It hooks to your cell phone in many cases. They have Wi-Fi yeah. capability. Cool. So it says, hey, add more things. I mean, it's it's just a lifestyle change. It's just, so my brother-in-law. Who's, because when I got that smoker from you, yeah. I became obsessed with smoke. Yeah, we still we still sell I, I the, lo- yeah, the pellet grills from Weber too, yeah, right? Gotcha. Again, Weber makes the world's best gas grills they make very good pellet grills but traeger is the name right, right? right. weber owns the grill name and traeger owns the pellet grill name because right? i know you also sell the the green eggs the big too. green eggs yep well, uh well, is that is that a grill is that a smoker what that, is that that is a grill that, but it can be a really high heat grill right so what, what if, uh, in a perfect world what are you using the green egg for um slow slow ribs um you can do all that stuff that, you, that's yeah. one where I'm I'm doing this is all day. It's all day. I want to do ribs. Traeger's I want to do all a whole day chicken. Thing. Whatever. Yep. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Gotcha. My brother-in-law. So he he owned the small Traeger, right? Mm-hmm. And he had these parties at his house, and he gets this little tiny pig, and he can't fit the legs in the pig, and he's like, Ugh. so so on average, a Traeger customer buys another Traeger, a larger Traeger, every 2.8 years. You're kidding? No. So I mean, and they don't. They're not broken in 2.8 years. Those things will last forever. I mean, they're they're incredibly solid, right? Yeah. But people just say, well, I need the bigger one. Right, so wow. it's, it just they keep going. So now my brother-in-law has a party, and I open it up, and he has like a full shark, like a full shark in there. I'm like, where do you even buy a shark? Yeah, where did he get it? I don't know. You don't go to Pi V and buy a shark. And nothing about like the, the <laughs> a shark looks like. Oh, I want to bite into that. It doesn't look like a a tuna or a snapper or something. It looks like that's a shark. But so he had alligators, sharks, pigs, wow. and he'll wake up. You know, hey, he'll send a text out at four o'clock in the morning saying, "I got the grill going." I'm like, okay. Good luck to you. Quit calling me at 4 o'clock. I'm I'll, going back I, to I, bed. I'll see you in 12 hours when your party starts at 4 p.m. But it, it is, it's a very, you know, we need these kind of things because I think Americans need to slow down. We're not going to be driving all over the world at six bucks a gallon gas right now, no. right? I, I would much rather not, you know, if you can, if you want a grill, come in and get one. If you don't, I get it, right? Not everybody needs a new grill. I'm not pitching people. But just mentally, it's fun to sit at home, do this kind of grilling, have a couple beers. Your whole event is $60 instead of 600 That's cool. Mike, I can't tell you. So I, I mentioned we moved into a new home. Mm-hmm. And before, I had a great patio that, that the, the, the great people at ProTurf built on the backside of my house. The only issue was it was at floor level, mm-hmm. and my house was on a relatively busy street, and I never wanted to leave my grills outside because yeah, you know you just, I just don't yeah. want someone to steal yeah. it. 
But now I have for the first time I have a deck. Oh, that's nice. on the that's right off my kitchen on the second level where I can just leave my smoker out yeah. there, and I eventually I'm going to get a new grill too. And it's you're going to go to depot I, for that or what? I could, probably. <laughs> well, well, no, I asked you the other day if you guys are still delivering. Yeah, of course we are. Um, so anyway, so we'll, uh, we'll go all the way down to Jordan for you. <laughs> but uh, I I told my wife because that remember what was that stretch that one weekend where it was actually in the 60s, mm-hmm. and I kept looking, and she said, "No, just just." Calm down. Yeah. We're gonna get there. Like, no, no. I want to. I want to. I want to do this weekend. I can't wait. Yeah, I cannot it's, wait. It's fun to be able to do that because again, it's. I can just walk right out. Don't have to worry about the stupid cats running outside because they're just on the deck. They're not gonna yeah. go anywhere. Yeah, they're not going. Anywhere. I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait for grilling season. You know. You know how cheap I am. <laughs> how cheap are you? you how, how cheap, cheap are you? So in the past, are you people go to Home Depot? No. Yeah. No. No. In the past, what what I would do for my grill. Is you know part of our services at Fratelloni's is we we go ahead and sell you a new grill and then we go and recycle your old grill and sometimes people recycle you know they go to the two thousand dollar Weber but they recycle out their one thousand dollar Weber sure that is like it's been used right it's a mm-hmm. used Weber but I look at it and I think that thing looks pretty darn good it's like have you ever gotten a new appliance appliance and you're sending out your refrigerator and you think that refrigerator still works perfectly good. Oh, yeah. I should give that to somebody. So I would like refurb a Weber that's said to be recycled. Eventually it will get recycled because I will have to get rid of it eventually, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, well, I'm going to just go ahead and my wife would be like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, they, they were just going to throw it away. <laughs> we were just going to recycle it. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just take this one. She's like, you just just go get a new grill. I'm so like, ah. I bought a smaller garage fridge mm-hmm. at her old place. And one of the first things that she wanted was she wanted to get... The fridge that we have in our kitchen, it's nice. She just wants a different style. Okay. Uh, it's it's a long story that will bore the audience. But I kept looking at that going, wait, so I, I get to have this as my garage fridge? She said, you already have a garage fridge. I said, yeah. We're not just going to get rid of it. Yeah, it's a perfectly I, good fridge. I can now have two garage fridges. Yeah. Oh. And she said, why do you need two garage fridges? And I said, because. Yeah, like, what if I needed 400 cans of beer? <laughs> right. Well, like, for instance, we're hosting Easter this weekend. So yeah. I would need two garage Put a fridges ham in there, and well, one would be dedicated to Dad's beverages, yeah. obviously, and then the other could be all the leftovers. You need and to get a lot. So when your kids get a little older, because I too have a garage fridge, you need to be able to lock it, because the last thing you want is some oh. little kid coming over and stealing your beer, right? Yeah, good point. So we we moved into this new house, and, and it uh, beautiful refrigerator, right? It's this really cool, but in the stainless steel there is a like a dimple that when you look at the refrigerator, all you see is that dimple, oh, right? I mean, sure. just you can, and it's an older fridge. So so it was it was redone, but it's a great fridge, but older. I turn to the wife and say, "Hey, just let's go ahead and just replace it because it's old. It's gonna, you know, a couple of the shelves aren't perfect." Like it's, she says, "Hey, totally got it. Figured it out. It's ninety nine hundred bucks." And I said, "Wait, wait, what?" I for some reason thought refrigerators were like seven ninety nine, like maybe a thousand dollars. This replacement of the exact same fridge is nine thousand nine hundred dollars. I said, "Guess what? The dimple. I barely even noticed the dimple." I Where cannot, was she shopping? This is just the brand is so expensive. Oh, right? oh I got It's gotcha. just a very, it's one of those special Is this ones. one of the deals where it, it's got a computer on the front and no, it shows No, no. Because she, you know, she said, oh, we could get this thing where you press a button and it's, it makes it see through. And I said, no, 
No. Yeah. But I, I, for some reason, in my little monkey brain said, well, refrigerator is maybe $7.99 to maybe $1,300 delivered. I just had no concept of what a refrigerator costs, right? right? And when I found that out, now it is my favorite refrigerator. I'm cleaning the coils because I'm like, <laughs> this thing needs to last 25 years. Because right. the chances of me spending $10,000 on a refrigerator, I would rather buy four $2,000 or $2,500 motorcycles and just never drive them than spend $10,000 on a refrigerator. Same thing. We were at a large retailer that shall go nameless looking for a new, just window shopping mm-hmm. for new appliances. And I said the same, I couldn't, I, it wasn't that to that degree, yeah. but I couldn't believe what certain brands were selling for. And I thought, is this just the cost of everything or is this seriously what appliances are going for these Should days? Should we blame that on Putin? Because I mean, I think so. All other inflationary yeah, things are blamed on Putin. I think, true. hey, Putin's d- driven that refrigerator up to 9,900. I mean, I, I still am a gas. <laughs> Remember that that old story when, when President Bush didn't know how a scanner worked at a grocery store oh, yeah. and everybody made fun of him like, oh, he's so stupid he hasn't gone to the grocery store. That's how I felt about those <laughs> the refrigerator because I'm like, am, am I that far off yeah. in consumer shopping that I don't know it's 10x? So you're, uh, uh, I got this email from Rebecca, and I want to and I want to use this because it follows right into what we're talking about. Uh, she directed it at Joe, but mm. she sent it in after the show, so I'm going to steal it for our show. Not Perfect. For Grab's logic. <clears throat> wife decides to have a logical conversation with her husband in order to get him to change his habits. The wife says, "Do you drink beer?" Husband says, "Yeah." Wife says, "How many beers a day?" Eh, usually three. How much do you pay for the beer? Mm, I think five dollars, including the tip. And how long have you been doing that? About twenty years, I suppose. The wife says, so a beer costs $5. You have three beers a day, so you spend or $450 monthly. In one year, that'd be about $5,400, correct? Husband, I guess. Wife, not accounting for inflation. This means that you're spending, over the past 20 years, about $108,000, correct? Husband said, yeah, I guess. Wife, do you know what if, excuse me, the wife then says, did you know that if you didn't drink so much beer, that money could have been put in a savings account? And with that interest compounding over that time, you could now have bought an airplane. The husband says, do you drink beer? The wife says, of course not. Husband says, well, where's your airplane? <laughs> I love that. That's I, a good one. I love that joke. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> where's your airplane? Uh, um, I used to do that with smokers, people at work. Because oh, I, I really? take them to the side and say, let's just do some math. And I'm no, big, you would not. One hundred percent. Really? Right? Well, first of all, I don't want them killing themselves. Second of all, I don't yes. want them standing out front smoking. Right? It mm-hmm. Just it, it, it's almost non-existent in our stores now. People just don't smoke. Correct. But I would say, okay, let's do the math. Three bucks a pack, two packs a day, six bucks. Compound interest, and I'm a huge fan of yes, compound interest. Right? Yes, I really think that's interesting. And I said, if you're not dead in the forty years, because smoking might kill you in forty years, but if you're not, and you'd have that eight hundred thousand dollar mark, and people would say, yeah, okay. Then they go back to buy that. I mean, it didn't change one person. Not one. I always use garage logic and just Mike Fratelloni logic to think everyone will get this if I tell them it's eight hundred thousand. And they're like, "Yeah, don't care." Yeah. And in I, turn, I need my smokes. Exactly. I don't have the airplane either, so I'm I'm doing it with you know hamburgers, the same McDonald's that I have drinking the Coke on right now. Speaking of husbands and wives, have you seen? Speaking of uh, online, have mm-hmm. you seen the viral TikTok video of a wedding? I believe it would have been last weekend. I, I specifically filter out wedding TikToks, so okay. no, I probably didn't see it. So it's a beautiful uh, young bride in her in her wedding dress and the handsome groom sitting next to her, and they're cutting the cake. Mm-hmm. And my wife specifically told me when we cut our cake, don't shove it in my face or I'm leaving you that day. Yeah, she's and got I makeup said, on, absolutely. everything. And I and I honestly, I wouldn't have done it to her anyway because mm-hmm. that's just that I think that's stupid. Yeah. Anywho, 
So they cut the cake and they put it on the plate. And then, oh, he takes one and hits her in the face. And then she's like, you, you know what? Yeah. Kind of forcefully a little bit more. And it gets aggressive. No. To the point where husband grabs the top piece. Okay. That still has the cutting knife in it and heaves it at her like he's chucking a fastball oh, to Byron Buxton. With a knife in and it. It knocks her over. Oh, you're and kidding I'm, me. I'm sitting there watching this thinking, okay, A, either I hope to God this is a bit, mm-hmm. you know, it's all staged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, dude, you're doing this in front of her entire family. You are now going to be labeled as that guy. That guy. Well, I'm sure you've seen, and I hate to talk about videos on the internet, but I'm sure you've seen the old one where a couple's doing that exact same ritual. Mm-hmm. The girl jokingly pushes, and this is a this is a um, a European you know sure. country, right? Okay. A little different scenario than in America, and he tools up and slaps her no. as it is shocking and he is like that wasn't funny and the rest of the crowd looks and like yep that's what you get to do to your wife if she puts cake in your face i'm like oh. wow america's a little different because that woman would have killed him and in america honestly i think we've all been a part of awkward you know wedding moments mm-hmm. whether it's you know oh boy uncle larry is really drunk you know or, you know th- yeah. awkward mo- and, and said something extremely inappropriate it just, I couldn't imagine seeing that in front of, you know, like like being in attendance at that wedding and then how would you react to that? Like, you just kind of put your awkward. finger in your collar and go, yeah. uncomfortable. I was at the um, the father-daughter dance for my, my Crete and oh, Durham Halls, beautiful event nice. in St. Paul at the Intercontinental Hotel and, and the dancing starts and I'm not a dancer. So I turned to my daughter like, hey. I'm not going to dance for you. I'm not going to dance for anyone else. I just don't dance. I like to always seem a little bit in control. Plus, there was no booze at this event, so I didn't have any liquid courage, right? <laughs> the, in fact, when I dance is the exact same time I think I should have my shirt off in public, right? Okay. When I dance, I think, why am I wearing a shirt? You know, those two correlate. So I'm obviously not going to dance at this event, but they did have dancing. And some point in time, some of the dads, I was like, ah, bring it down. Like, first of all, bring it down. Like, maybe you shouldn't dance with the crowd. It's 400 freshman to senior high school girls dancing in the thing. The DJ is playing songs like ACDC, She Was a Fast Machine. I'm like, nope. Next song. You don't get to play because, you know, she was the best darn woman that right. I, I'm like, this is our daughters. Move to the next right. song. You need to alter your playlist. Yes, a lot of deep rap grind music. I'm like, up. Oh, Next song, you know, and so I'm standing about 75 yards away in the foyer of the other room listening to the music. I'm like, as long as I don't see it, go. Not that I, I'm not a prude. I don't care what music. That, it's just I don't want in, a in dad to setting. be dancing with his daughter to it. It's, a it's fast completely one. different. Yeah, it was kind of funny when they when they played ACDC, and I thought none of these girls know who <laughs> ACDC is. This when is it, a song 40 years before they were even born. When it has to be explained to the audience who the artist is, you picked a bad song. Yes, and and many of the songs that kicked in, these girls really got into it. It was a really great great event. Although, but, uh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I, I was gonna say though, one of my favorite uh, memories of bartending at a downtown nightclub that was very popular with people between the ages of you know 21 and 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 35 was there was there was two DJs that would rotate that are still good buddies of mine and I would always we'd have a bet because I would there was one song that I always wanted him to enter to, to play okay and then I would always quiz the other bartenders if they knew what song it was and then uh, obviously then I always uh, make sure that he rickrolled the audience at some point uh, during the course of the night. 
And because he would always do it, and that in my mind, I knew, okay, we only have an hour to go. Okay. Because he always did it at one o'clock. All right. And it was fantastic. So, anyway, but the look on, because most of the other bartenders were probably all under the age of 30. And I would. I would say, do you not know? You, you don't know who ACDC mm-hmm. is. You don't mm-hmm. know who. No, I never heard of it. Like Informer by Snow. Wow. Oh, Who's Snow? Yeah. Like, you, you don't know what song yeah. this is? Like, yeah. I know songs that were around 30 years before I was born. Yeah. I mean, yeah, 30, but you don't know. You get my drift. Yeah. I just, it just oh, it makes me Well, you know, head. so, okay, let me ask this, but being in that industry. Yes, sir. Did, did DJs on purpose play a song that would empty out the dance floor to get everybody back to the bar to sometimes sometimes okay so would you be thinking hey the bar's not busy the dance floor is packed like give the if, dj a look like you get have, everybody back here for drinks if you have a really good dj they know how to read a crowd they do it okay and it's for a lot of different reasons well chief among them yeah get them to go buy some more drinks yeah. but if the girls are out there Guys are going to be buying drinks anyway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number one, but number two, yeah, you want to maybe sometimes not not necessarily clear the dance floor, but, but you always but you always want to you always want to keep the night flowing. He's he or she also is looking at is it getting tenuous out there? Okay, is it? Is is it, it yeah. are, are there people that are getting physical a little sure. too handsy, a little too whatever? Yeah, because then they're working in concert with your security staff. So right. if you have a good crew. You will rarely have issues. And so here's how dumb I am because I haven't been to a club club in a long time. And I know that it's been a while since you worked there. Thank God I don't have to go anymore So did they ever do (laughs) a slow song? Like, hey, it's club music, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Oh. like now we'd like to slow it down and play a song by Journey. And we want a couple to just bump and grind on the dance floor. Did they do that or was it club? I'm trying to remember the song. It was on New Year's Eve. And New Year's Eve is always a different animal. Totally different, yeah. And so usually on New Year's Eve... The rules get to bend a little mm-hmm. bit. So, for instance, the place that I worked, um, they were great about, hey, do you need a room for tonight? Would you? Because I always preferred to, I didn't want to be out on the roads. You were going to be there till four o'clock or something. Right. Anyways, so, yeah. And then that way, too, then you can somewhat partake. You have to be responsible, yeah, yeah. but you can then partake and not have to worry about, okay, crap, I got to, I still have to get home. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was always great about the place that I worked in. And they were always very cool with it as long mm-hmm. as you were, as long as you were responsible. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the guys working that night didn't really get that memo. Oh no! And and he and the thing that stunk is we really liked the guy. Okay. So he was he was blind drunk. Oh no! And How so, do you do that? And so he, I all of a sudden I said, where the hell did TJ go? Yeah, where's he? What's he doing? It's like we're getting our butts kicked yeah, here. Yeah, like, well, yeah. and you lose a bartender. It's like you're now getting swamped. Yeah. So anyway, and all of a sudden I hear. Oh crap! He's on the dance floor. No. To the point where the guy working is the same guy I was talking about. Mm-hmm. He put on um oh what's that the the Price is Right theme song. Uh, okay. Okay. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, you know yeah, what song yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. He played that, and the entire like dance Bar's floor like, what's just going on. Yeah. Just emptied out, but he was still out there. Oh like, no! It was. It was yeah. it was pretty funny, and he, and the thing that stunk is obviously that was the last night he worked with us because you do stuff like that you don't get asked yeah. back. I bet you today in today's environment they'd be like, yeah, come back if you're willing to work, come oh, back. It's it honestly that's the other reason why I wanted to go down to mm-hmm. to Mankato last Saturday is just you know are the bars full are are do they have staffing issues or whatever? But normally in a town like that, especially if you're bartending during the day, you're going to be able to find people to work. Yeah. It's it's the whole. Late I don't want to be out until three, four I don't o'clock be in, in the morning. Minneapolis. Correct. That's Although we've heard almost nothing, like you know, big Timberwolves last night. You have the Twins games. It's been pretty calm in downtown, from what I 
I, have yeah. you, I, I haven't heard GL on, on Garage Logic a whole bunch the of The problem is, though, Mike, in a, lot of, in, in a lot of cases, a lot of these places didn't reopen. They're just not open. And okay. I, I, know, I know of three specifically where they would. They just can't get anybody to work. Okay. I, well, I told you the night that Jess and I, my wife and I went to the, uh, we went to George Strait and Chris Stapleton. It was a Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Downtown Minneapolis. I parked at my, my, my spot and I walk, we walked six blocks to U.S. Bank Stadium. I mean, places like the Poor House, which is a huge building, yeah, yeah. they weren't even open on yeah. a Saturday night. Saturday night. And it's, you know, 6 7 o'clock. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you've got 60,000 people that are going to this concert. You're going to make some money. Yeah. I mean, w- would the Poor House normally have been busy that, I mean, oh, God, that yes. early? Oh, God, yes. Oh, really? Okay. Well, think of how many cowboy hat wearing fools like me um, were, we're going to go park at the big ramps and walk you know, and, and yeah and, and buy a yeah. couple of pops and a drink for my gal and then go to go to the concert absolutely yeah i, I said to my wife uh, not that long ago i'm like let's go back downtown like you know we go to downtown st paul because we live right next to it all the time sure but you know i live five minutes from downtown minneapolis right it's mm-hmm. not like it's all, uh, a big chug for me to get there and we just haven't done it and i want to get back because i want to support downtown minneapolis because i want downtown minneapolis to win right sure. you don't want to live in a town where one of the Towns is just closed. That doesn't work, right? right? Or two of the downtowns are closed. But I don't. I don't even know what I'd go there to see. And I don't want to necessarily be like up on Washington, you know, kind of the the northeast area, kind of that area. I want to be downtown, downtown, because from what I understand, it's just a ghost town. Like, it is. You know. And I know the last time I was there, I was meeting a friend, and it was after I got done with GL, and it, there were some people out. You know, there was mm-hmm. a not obviously patios weren't open yet, but the north. Uh, loop area where, um, oh, what are the, like where Fulton is, mm-hmm. and uh, all, there's a couple of different tap rooms that are there. That 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 I was told still does relatively good. Yep, and, and, uh, because and you know the hipsters busy. are still going yep. there and stuff like that. And even even the the the, uh, the suburb suburb idiots are, are are like me are are also going there once in a while. But yeah, yeah downtown was was a complete ghost town. Just a complete, and it was a Friday, like late afternoon, early oh, evening, wow. and it remember, was a shame. Remember when we in the beer show when we had the guys from Jester Concepts in, yeah, and they own the two restaurants in the Ivy Hotel, mm-hmm. right? And and one of them, I forget Constantine. Do you, had you ever been there? I I know the name, but I I never w- was in. So there. Constantine is this deep dark. It's in the basement of the Ivy Hotel. You go in there with a. A, a date and you just look cool. Everybody looks good because it's so dark you couldn't even tell if you didn't look good. What is that on my plate? Yeah, I don't care. I'm you eating don't, it. <laughs> don't know. Like the drinks range for anywhere from five bucks to forty eight bucks. I mean, it's all over the board. It's really a really cool place. My daughter has this big volleyball tournament in downtown uh, Minneapolis, right? So we're at the convention center. I'm have a two hour wait. I'm not waiting there. So I'm like, I wonder if Constantine is open in the. And this is like six thirty at night. It's really early, way too early for a bar to be open. Go over there. Sure enough, it's open. I go down there and I'm having visions of what it was like 10 years before where it was just packed. And the bar was strangely busy for that early on, uh, on a Saturday. Because right? all the dads from the volleyball I mean, it, yeah, tournament. But it was weird. It was other people, right? So I have a couple of drinks. I have one of the, a burger that they make. I mean, just everything about it was just super, super fun. I'm now in party mode, right? Because I'm like, oh my God, that was so fun. I, I, was, I was by myself. All I was doing was texting my wife the whole time like, <laughs> God, I wish you were here. This would have been so cool. You know, I'm sitting at the bar and bartender's great. I get up and go outside and I pop open the doors of the Ivy Hotel, hop out and it's pure bright light out. I'm like, oh man, my whole like, oh, you're in downtown, you're experiencing it. And I'm like, I probably got I'm out of back. there at 7.15. I had to walk back to the tournament for the game at eight. And oh my gosh. Oh, it was really, really funny. But I had a momentary feeling of, 
Oh, look at Mike. You're you're back at it. You're back in Minneapolis. This is happening. I own this town again. <laughs> yeah, at seven o'clock at night. On and then I was like, Boy, oh, I got to get out of town quick. Now I need to go to bed at nine thirty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I if I can stay up till nine thirty, that's I, if I didn't wake up at four o'clock in the morning, I would be not so ashamed of going to bed at nine thirty. There you right? go. Yeah. Michael, thank you, sir. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor, rate and review the show wherever you happen to listen to this show on various podcast platforms. We would truly, truly appreciate it. And don't forget to download the PodMN app for your smart device. And uh, do us a favor and rate and review the show there as well. His name is Mike Fredoloni with Fredoloni's Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. We will talk to you again next week. Until then, cheers.